when did you get involved with um, telling the uh, story of uh, the Parkland uh, kids' uh, riot? Rise to activism really is the best way to put it, I guess. Um, really, um, only days after the shooting at the at the school there at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, I was pursuing another project. Uh, oddly, coincidentally, in in Tallahassee, I was in Tallahassee filming, and I was there on the the steps of the Capitol when um, that shooting occurred. And I had made the film Newtown um, several years before. Um, about that that horrendous um, shooting. And so it felt, uh, although I did not intend to take on something else that had, had it was gun violence related, um, I felt at that point I was sort of with my camera and uh, chronicling the birth of what did feel right away like something different and a movement. And so it very quickly evolved into something that was not about the Parkland shooting in any way, but about the rise of a youth movement that at the time, um, you know, felt sparked by the issue of gun violence. But since that time, and I think the film in the way that we tried to render it is really goes well beyond, certainly well beyond Parkland and well beyond the gun issue. Mm -hmm. And a film about um, the rise of a youth movement that sparked uh, so many other people, including people like Emma, you know, after they pulled off one of the largest um, protests, youth protests in American history. Mm -hmm. And and one of the things that I really enjoyed about the film and really uh, got a lot out of the film was it basically dis it basically shows the way these kids really the way that they're being thrust into the spotlight, you know, of their own making to a certain extent the the effect that that has on them and the way that that can impact them in addition to dealing with the trauma of what happened. Absolutely. I mean, I really did try to mix the external and the in internal experiences um, of those kids and, you know, use it as a, a way to, to have a lens into certainly not, not all of Gen Z, but to render at one point, Cameron Caskey says a great line in the film about, you know, his, his generation and about being either, you have to be uh, nihilistically optimistic or blissfully ignorant. And he mm -hmm. says, I'm, go I'm going for number two, but I can't cause I care. And I think that says a lot. Um, I think in every generation, there's a portion of people uh, who feel um, they take it in more and they feel they need to do something about it. And, you know, that that's true of any age group and any time in history. Um, so this was that particular um, contingent of youth in this particular moment of mm -hmm. history that took that on. And, um, but they are in a time that feels unprecedented to, to me. Yeah. Um, from, from my eyes, which is a, a different, a several generations beyond them. Were there any particular uh, challenges that arose when it came to uh, telling this story? Oh yeah. <laughs> what film, what, what long labor of love film doesn't have challenges? Um, I think one of the challenges were, was that this was a very, uh, a story that already had a ton of press 
and the kids were, um, you know, there was a real onslaught of media from day one. Mm -hmm. And so when you're a, you know, when you're a a documentarian uh, doing an independent documentary, who's told, um, Hey, kids that age don't even watch documentaries, full length documentaries and trying to, so, so the building of trust is something that, um, you know, I love a good challenge and I, from the get go, uh, and, and they're also a group of, of young people for really good reason that are cynical and Mm. savvy, very media savvy. So they, and they have a very good BS, uh, generally monitor. I did when I was that age, they, they can smell, uh, when someone's trying to exploit or, pretty, pretty fast. Um, so it took a while to build that trust, but, um, and I was like a dog with a bone. <laughs> um, I just didn't relent. And, um, you know, now it, it feels really solid. The film is coming out. We've worked collaboratively. They are friends. I respect them. And they've been, uh, it was a really collaborative process, even in the making before the lock. But now that we're releasing the film, even more so, they, I think, feel um they came to sundance with me um they just uh, feel very um one with our efforts to get this out i mean we deliberately cut out the faces of almost all adults in the film it's really mm-hmm. uh um, rendered from the voices of young people and that was really important to me and to not betray their their trust in sort of handing them the mic is it was it as um, anxiety-inducing as it seems watching when you're watching the movie and the uh, kids are and the kids are up against um, people who are armed and counter-protesters to what they're doing in those discussions and in those counter-protests? How much? It feels like there was a lot of anxiety bouncing around for naturally speaking, but it you do get the impression. Absolutely. I mean, it's in, in the film. I mean, David Hogg got really serious death threats. Um, and, uh, you know, you don't ever know how to how seriously to take those kinds of things. But as a 17 year old young man, uh, you know, he's not he's a minor still mm-hmm. when that was happening. Um it's just, um, it was kind of amazing to see them work through real fear. Um, but again, I think that the emotion that, that came to the surface was the determination and the commitment to honor the lives of their friends through, um, trying to, 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 to do something and, and, and make it different and call and they were angry and, and, and to call bullshit on politicians that were not doing anything about this mm-hmm. uh, and feeling like we have to take the power. Um, so, you know, that's the guts and the essence of future leaders. I mean, these, these are, a lot of these kids are, uh, you, you just watch them and say, okay, this is what leadership looks like. Um, and so, um, yeah, I mean, they, they, I think they compartmentalized a lot. They sacrificed a lot. They were exhausted. They felt unhealthy. Um, and, you know, someone else said to me, you don't, you don't always see a lot at any age, the depiction of um, activist burnout, basically, and mm-hmm. what that 
what that looks like in the 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 grueling part of um, being demoralized that the, to, to start to take in how long this might take and to be told sometimes you know you might be part of a movement that takes decades you may not see the results and you know it's a it's a bit of an oxymoron because I think a lot of people will associate that age with impatience. Mm -hmm. And I think as we sit here in this moment in time, I've said to, you know, Bria Smith, who's from Milwaukee and has been on the ground in Kenosha and is an African-American young woman. And we have long talks about this. And I, you know, will say to her, this is, this is exactly not the time to be patient. Um, You know, patience is, 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 you know, you can't, you can't ask people to be patient about the, 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 the stuff that's going on. And at the same time, they're being asked to be patient. So, um, you know, my, uh, my empathy is, is, is very high for that dilemma for all of us, but mm-hmm. particularly for a lot of my, my young friends. Was there anything in particular that, um, you wanted to capture, but for some reason weren't able to? Mm, That's a good question. Um, There were, um, let's see. So it's a stumper for a moment. Um, Because I do feel like I got very intimately inside of a lot of the, what the kids were feeling. And that was a lot of what I was going for. Um, But I think um, not for this film, I guess, you know, there's like a moment on the road. It's like you, you're, you're following the point of view of the kids. And there's a moment on the road where they're, uh, I believe in North Dakota and they're having a rally inside you know, they would go and have these town halls, not a rally, a mm-hmm. town hall. And there would be counter protesters that would form outside. And we would sometimes, well, not sometimes, all the bump back and forth with different cameras. And, um, you know, there were these two guys that we caught a conversation and one of them was like, they're being used and you don't drag kids across the country. And he was very much of the mindset that these were pawns of the left and mm-hmm. set up and the other... The other guy was clearly his friend and was like, he saw them physically there doing what they were doing. And he was like, you know, at least they're doing something they believe in. And you don't see that too often. So I could see that there was, a, there was definitely um, moments in, you know, as, as polarized as the country feels right now, there were definitely mm-hmm. moments of human contact. And that was the other thing with the kids was to watch the actually the patience there was patience there in the willingness willingness to listen to sometimes people that I would have walked away from much faster but um you know they really wanted to display a civic dialogue that I think was a part of this country uh you know certainly at at way more than at other times in this moment in history that people were able to have dialogues about things they disagreed on in a way that was civil and respectful. Mm -hmm. Um, So they, they, you know, would I have wanted to follow those guys home and in North Dakota and, and get more, it would have been another, uh, another movie, but um, 
Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I I'm I'm glad we were able to uh, talk about this. I really I really like the film, and I I do think it's one that uh, strikes a chord. Thanks so much for taking the time. Thank you.